Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes, episode 107. The Hungary number for 911 and the 107, what is it? 107 point what? 7.7 WGNA FM, continuous countries. Oh, yeah. Trash music station, but we'll plug it anyways. Taste of country nights. I'm Trey, joined as always by Tucker, Dylan, and Cam. How are we doing, gentlemen? Living the dream. Playoff football, baby. We're in the thick of it. Obviously, we have some winners and losers. Uh, I can't think of any takes that are winners and losers based on what happened this weekend. Um, Anybody got anything? Um, I'm just going to say Cam winner. Only one out of us. Yeah, 6-0. 6-0 like a winner. Winning all six games. Cam, did you put a parlay on all your teams? No, I thought about that, but I did I not. Think we start, I think we need to start posting ways to take best of the week. This is something we've said a lot that we just don't do. Um, I'll post one. I'll post one every day. Okay. Um, as far as take of the week goes, we are unclear about the results. We are recording a little earlier than uh, I expected when I posted the poll. Uh, we will know by the end of the episode. As of right now, it looks like Tucker is leading the poll with 43%. I am in second with 36. Uh, Dylan's in third with 14. And Cam is in last with 7% of the vote. So still got still to, gotta, you know, still could change. But right now we'll call Tucker a tentative winner and Cam a tentative loser. But uh, could change. Could change. Um, all right. Anybody want to lead off the Wasted Take segment? I can. Go ahead, buddy. All right. Um, so this is going to be an NFL take. I feel like most of them will be today. It's been uh, mostly NFL podcast for a little bit here. I'm going to do a little Patriots take for you guys. Okay. You might like it. Um, I was watching the game, and... A lot of things went wrong for you guys. Obviously, defensively, you needed some sort of help doing everything. And then offensively, didn't do too well either. Um, There's a guy on your team who consistently just underperforms. And there's aspects of his game. Very physical, very aggressive, big-bodied guy. And that's Nikhil Harry. Um, I think the Patriots re-sign Nikhil Harry next year. And I think he's going to be re-signed as a strong safety. Oh. I think Nikhil Harry is going to be transformed. Dude's aggressive, blocks pretty well. Um, not a guy who gets open, catches passes, does what you need him to do to compete at a wide receiver one, two, or even three level. And... That being said, I do think he has motivation, and I think he's strong. I think he blocks well. I think he's on the wrong side of the ball. So I'm saying to kill Harry, re-sign, but they're going to try to transfer positions, get him a strong safety. So I what's, almost what's a strong safety? Sorry. So there's two safeties, Dylan. There's free safety and the strong safety in your typical defense. We won't go more complicated than that. Free safety is more responsible for coverage and kind of like being the you know, the guy who sees everybody in front of him. Make sure nobody nobody gets behind the free safety. He's playing center field. 
strong safety is more responsible for, you know, being up tight ends, um, coming up and making tackles in the run game, being the strong safety, more the physical guy. Okay, uh, thank you. So I actually said something to Trey earlier this week in a position change for Nikhil Harry type of way. Trey, do you remember? You said it to me I this sent week? I you on TikTok. Yeah. You sent me something on TikTok about Nikhil Harry, and I responded about my plan for Nikhil Harry. I don't remember it, no. And my plan for Nikhil Harry is also a position change, Cam, but a different position. Nikhil Harry, as you said, great in the run game, very strong physical player. I think he should be a tight end. Oh, yeah. That's what I, I think was he, thinking. I've I said think this he before, has yeah. The strength to be a tight end. Uh, or the strength, I mean, he'll need to bulk up a little bit, but I think that's completely in his wheelhouse to gain 20 pounds more of muscle. He's strong. He's 6'4". He's physical. He's got some speed and power. I think he could be a really dominant tight end in the NFL, and I really haven't seen any of the wide receiver and tight end switches, but I think this is one of those situations where it could be hugely beneficial to the team. Okay, Um. so... I said my little rant on Twitter. I put it on our Twitter after the game, um, and I mentioned how none of the receivers outside of Kendrick Bourne, I think, are worth anything. Um, I certainly think Nikhil Harry is not worth it. I've made that pretty clear. I have talked about the position change at tight end before. I've never thought about him playing defense. The reason I've never thought about him playing defense is because he's a bum. Uh, no, they will not resign him. They will try to trade him. They won't be able to get him. He'll probably get cut in training camp after they draft a wide receiver in the first three rounds, um, or sign, hopefully sign a guy. That's what I'm hoping for. Um, he's just too slow and he's not very smart. Cam is, is my whole thing on this. Um, it's not that he's not athletic. It's not that, you know, he doesn't have some sort of ability. It's that he cannot run a route to save his life. His little brain is going to explode if he gets his nose in a defensive playbook and has to hold, learn a whole new position. Tight end is maybe more feasible because it is this, basically the same thing as wide receiver. And it's basically what he's doing now, which is blocking being a receiving threat at the same time. Um, but no, I don't think he's smart enough to do it. I think he's on his way out. There is no excuse for the way he has performed since he got here. I, I Tucker is the only guy I know left defending him. I don't think there's one other person on Patriots Twitter, on Patriots TikTok, I see defending him. Like, all I see is slander. I know Disagree. Disagree. I saw multiple tweets about how Nikhil Harry is vital for the Patriots game. For the blocking game. Vital for the Patriots run game. Yeah, He's I don't know. Vital piece of the offense. I don't know if I agree with that. I think you could find you could figure out another way to get blocked out there, but no, I think he's out of New England. I think he's probably out of the league. Dale, any thoughts? Um, so the strong safety is intriguing, um, but I feel like that takes a lot of uh, on your feet thinking, and I feel like we're kind of at the point with Harry where we're like, I don't know. To me, it seems like he should be better than he is. Um, and that's maybe he's just not, you know, that, you know, the offensive mind isn't there to like read defense, get open. And I don't know, but I feel like that was too much of a, a confusing position for him. Sorry to say, um, 
the tight end role is also intriguing, but I think he's too small. I really do. Uh, I mean, he's a big dude, but I mean, um, I don't know, but he seems to block well. I think it's more, I think he'd be more supposed to be in a, a tight end than switching to defense. Um, but I do think the Pats actually hold on to him just because it's another guy to have and he'll be cheap. Um, all right. Do you guys want me to give my Patriots ways to take or a different ways to take? Patriots. Patriots, Patriots. All right, I'll stick on the Patriots Ever. then. It'll flow it right into mine. Um, yeah, so obviously Patriots got stomped out by the Bills. Weren't in it for a minute. Um, I texted you guys after GG's right after the first drive. Um, I sent a little Drake gif. But So obviously the, the big concern here was the defense. This was the worst defensive performance in NFL history, this game. Um, didn't stop him once, much like the game Tucker and I went to, did not see the punter on the field once. And this time they scored a touchdown on every single drive, except for when they needed out. Um, so obviously there's some problems with the defense. The defense has been terrible, as I've mentioned down the stretch. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the film, The Godfather. I know Dylan is. Mm -hmm. There's somebody on the Patriots staff who resembles Fredo, the little brother of Michael Corleone. <laughs> Who screws yeah. everything up. So you've got Michael Corleone, the Don, that's Bill. You've got Sonny, who I don't know, I don't know who you'd put in the Sonny role. I guess maybe maybe Parcells, because he kind of set the foundation here. Maybe he'd be Don Vito. Anyways, I'm getting it off the point. It's Steve Belichick. Steve Belichick is apparently the defensive coordinator. This Belichick staff is terrible, is one take. He has one good person on his entire staff. Ever since Flora has left, we've had no real defensive coordinator. When they hired Matt Patricia back, I thought he was going to be it. No, he was a defensive consultant up in the booth. I wouldn't be surprised if he had his fingerprints all over this game. But apparently it's Steve Belichick. It's not so much Gerard Mayo because he's getting praise all around the league. He's getting head coaching looks. I think the big problem is nepotism and having Steve Belichick there and Belichick needs to fire him. And if as long as Steve Belichick is on this staff, the Patriots will not win an AFC East. That's the take. Now, I'm going to strongly disagree. The Patriots played bad this week. They did very bad. Uh, and their defense was terrible. I mean, the Chiefs scored literally the maximum amount of points that they could score. Um, and that said, though, the Patriots had the second least amount of points to give up the entire year. You can say that they played not as great teams, um, which is true, but still second to the, to the bottom. If they played some better teams, you know, would it have gone up to where they were, uh, I don't know, seventh in the league in defense and points allowed, um, I wouldn't say defense is really a problem on the Patriots. I would say that it's they just either they were hurt, they didn't show up, they were out of class, whatever you want to say. Um, last week, um, I think I actually I think Judon was playing. I mean, we're Trace thought he's out on Judon, but I think Judon was playing um, hurt in some capacity, and. Um, that was the first year that a lot of those defensive players played together. Because if you remember, we brought in a bunch of guys this offseason. So I think they got to uh, mesh it a, a little bit more 
next year they're going to be just as good, maybe get some more pieces, and I think, you know, we're going to have another really good defensive year. Um, I still think it's weird that, that Belichick's son is just on the team with the defensive coordinator. I'd never heard of him before in my life, and he just showed up with his weird hair. So maybe you're on a something trade, but the defense didn't play terrible this season. They played pretty freaking good. See, I, I couldn't disagree more. I think they were, they were good in the beginning. I think that's because Bill kind of, after the 2-4 and four start, kind of took over, and then he kind of relinquished again, I think is, is what I would guess happened. Um, I think when Bill was running it, I think it was a little tighter. I don't understand how you can't game plan against a team to stop them once in eight quarters of football. That's unacceptable. That's where you find out if it's bad coaching. Because it's not just a talent difference. Yes, the Bills have a great offense. Yes, they are the more talented team. That doesn't... Crappy teams stop great teams all the time. At least once. And they couldn't stop them once. Unless there is an act of God, they cannot stop the Bills. And I think it's coaching. And I think it's... I think Steve Belichick is not a good coach. And I think he's getting getting his his reps as you know a leading coach on this team because of who his father is. Tucker, you got anything? Uh, yeah. Um, I'm not fully bought into this just because the Patriots' defense statistically has been one of the best defense in the NFL over the last two seasons. I understand they played poorly in this game, and yes, there definitely needs to be work. There's work to be done, but it's not like this defense hasn't played well all year. I mean, you had Matt Judon up for Depoy for half the year. You had J.C. Jackson written as like a top two cornerback in the NFL. I'm just not really – I think they're developing talent very well here. In the secondary, and some a lot of the players, obviously, like oh, I disagree. You're forgetting, you're forgetting this team was without their second and third cornerback. So if they're, they're developing talent, fourth and fifth cornerback out there. If they're developing talent, why is Joan Williams still so bad? He's, okay, not every guy is going to work out, but who's the guy that's been out all year? That was John Jones. Well? John Jones is the only what? guy that they're missing. John Jones. John Jalen Mills is out. <laughs> You said last week that that was a good thing. That's I how bad he was playing. Yeah, no, I was. I so I said it was a good thing. Very wrong. Very, very wrong. It was clear that the fifth guy is just much worse. I mean, because Stephon Diggs got beat on one play. I mean, J.C. Jackson got beat on one play. Stephon Diggs was not nowhere near the reason why we lost. I think that you know you got some older guys in there that couldn't really keep up with Dante Hightower and that. He stinks. Giant problems were hidden for a lot of the season. I I don't think there's a coaching scheme that can make uh him not Hightower not slow. I think you know what I mean. I yeah. think that this team couldn't physically keep up. I think that they were outmatched physically with this team. I I think that you are right that they are physically outmatched, but they have to get at least one stop in. In eight quarters. No, one hundred percent agree. Bad performance. So but another I'm thing is an entire season off of one bad performance, saying that they need to drop them. I can remember this team getting two stops all season in critical situations. This defense. The first was against the Chargers, where Justin Herbert threw you one, 
And the second was against the Bills, where, of course, I said it was a wind tunnel. And they still let them get down within striking distance in that last couple of minutes. Um, other than that, they couldn't, get, they couldn't stop a nosebleed in crunch time. They didn't do it against the Buccaneers. They didn't do it against the Cowboys. They didn't do it against the Dolphins. They didn't do it against everybody. They, I think that I don't see how there's not a structural problem because they were t- playing very well and they are, they do have some talent. Yes, the de- secondary is banged up, but I just don't see how this isn't a coaching problem the way they played for the past month. Cam? I don't have much to say here. I mean, I don't agree with the take that Steve is the problem. Um, but I'll disagree in the sense that I think they will keep him. I think he's the heir to the throne. I do too, Cam, think, and that's what scares me. Yeah, Right. I think Belichick is just saying, Steve, you need to take over, do exactly what I do. I'll teach you the ways. But there's no way to, you know, confidently do that, right? It's Fredo, dude. He's going to run it into the ground. But um, I don't think necessarily that they won't win the AFC East just because he's there. I think... Like Tucker said, it was just one. The rest of the season, they were pretty dominant defensively, except for um, the last quarter of it. They got right. I mean, even then, they're awful. Yeah. So I think they got to put the pieces together, get guys that stay healthy and stay on the field at the same time. And but that being said, I do think Steve is going to be the next head coach. I think so too, Cam. I think it's not. McDaniel's. I don't think it's anyone else. I think it's it's Steve or Matt Patricia, and probably more likely Steve. Uh, all right, who's next? I'll go. Um, so I just texted Cam in uh, separately, uh, just to ask if he he'd done a take before um, that I was going to bring up again. But uh, right right as after I finished formulating it, he said that uh, he had about two months ago, maybe so. Um, I'm going to switch it up a little bit. Um, go and talk to Giants real quick. Giants finished season uh, terrible. Uh, they have the fifth pick in the draft this year. We all know the situation with Daniel Jones. Um, what was that, Cam? They have the fifth and seventh pick. Yeah, so um, here's the trade right here. We're going... The Giants give up um, their fifth pick in the 2022 draft, um, along with Evan Ingram and Tooney. Tony. Sorry, Tony. I went to school school with a girl, last name Tooney. Sorry. Shout out. Um, They're going to trade those. Two players and their fifth pick to San Francisco for Jimmy G one year. That's hmm. the tip. Jimmy yeah. G's no trade clause is Thank up you. at the end of the year. Um, and they're trying to shell out, I think, get rid of them. Uh, I think the Giants pick them up. Cam, you go ahead. Your team. So I don't think this might not have been Trey's take, but he did say this on the pod. I think he did. Um, I don't think it was an actual waste to take. Uh, Ingram is, whether it's in a trade or just letting him go, he's gone. Tony, they just drafted last year. We're not getting rid of him. 
if anything, we get rid of Sterling because we paid. It. Yeah, maybe Dunk could be wrong, but maybe maybe not Tony, because um, it is only one year for Jimmy. First they round, have Ingram and throw somebody. That out. was my biggest. That was my biggest problem with it. Still, is uh, yeah. they're not trading Tony. They just got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that that I don't like about this. Um, I do think the Giants get somebody in the offseason. Right now, I think top people would be Russ and Deshaun Watson if we get Flores, just because there was some talk about that. But if Jimmy G is going to happen, they don't want Evan Ingram unless maybe they're trying to do the two tight end thing, which it's it's worked in the past. Obviously, the Patriots did it with Hernandez and Gronk. So maybe I don't I'm rest in totally, peace. Not totally uh, putting that out of the question, but Tony doesn't go. Definitely not. So my thought here is a yes. Tony doesn't go. So we'll just kind of scratch, scratch. We'll Tony, just say throw, throw in somebody else. We'll just say Shepard, right, Cam? That's not all right. Yeah, we need to get rid of him. I hope we do okay. it in a trade. So basically, a top five pick and two decent players, not two 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 got two starters, right? Not superstars, yeah. not bench players, starters. Um, I don't see it. Um, the the biggest hangup for me is the one year. That top five pick's valuable, um, and if you're trading that for one year of an injury prone quarterback who's who may jet and and may never even play in your uniform. Um, I think so can is you, can you do a trade with like a have to sign thing? Uh, maybe? sign and trade, or they could just you'd have to, I guess, get assurances from the team and from him that he's going to resign. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, but yeah, I I just don't see it. Um, I think that the Giants will find their quarterback through through the free agency, like Cam said. Um, and especially for a team that's not competing right now. I don't think they're just a quarterback away. Cam may feel differently. I don't. I don't think so. I think they've got a little bit more to do. Fix up the line a little bit um, as well. But I mean, if they have maybe a big free agency and they pull in a bunch of guys and they're not loving anybody in that top ten, maybe they can go after Jimmy and trade down, maybe into the early second or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 a complicated deal to get done. I, I don't see it. That was my other thing is I don't think we'll we'll trade the fifth. If we trade one, it's going to be the seventh. Just because everything I've read about Giants football, we're going after uh, Neil from Alabama, which I would love. Um, he's the offensive lineman there, the top guy. Um, and Trey's right. We need to work on offensive line. It's not just a quarterback issue. You can have, I mean, it, it worked with – it's like Casey with Russ. He's a tremendous quarterback, but he doesn't have an offensive line in the group this year when the Seahawks didn't even come close to the playoffs. So, um, yeah, I, I think if we trade one, it'll be seven. And, I mean, I hope we do. I hope we trade seven. And I hope we, you know, get rid of some cap. I hope we get rid of Saquon, to be completely honest with you. For the, um, rec- for the record, I was going was gonna to have it be Wilson instead of... Uh, Tony. Yeah, that, but I made the take. But Cam made the take too. Oh. Let's go, so. 
Oh, oh, okay, yeah. I was gonna do I was gonna do Wilson and oh, 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 uh, okay. a, a pick and Saquon. Which gotcha. Was okay. It, but I'm pretty sure Cam may have said that exact same thing. Um, Tucker, you got any <laughs> opinion on it? You're muted. I think the trade is questionable. Um, you know, you got George Kittle, so Evan Ingram probably not the best choice, but. Uh, you know, I think the idea behind getting Jimmy G on that team is not a bad one. I, I don't agree. think that be the number one destination I have for Jimmy, but uh, I don't hate it. I, I agree, Dell. It's it's a good maybe the method, but maybe maybe the spot's right, but maybe not the method. But uh, Tucker, you got a take for us? Yeah, I got one. Uh, I was looking. I watched the uh, Steelers this weekend. The Steelers are a good team. Without a quarterback, I think that this defense is great. Uh, Najee is going to be a stud. Their wide receivers really aren't are pretty good. Um, what they need is a quarterback, and I was thinking, who will be the heir to Ben Roethlisberger? And I was thinking, who has similarities with Ben Roethlisberger? And I was thinking, huh, good quarterback that definitely sexually assaulted people. That's kind of a piece of shit. But, uh, but good at football that they decided to look past because he was good at it. So I think they're going with Deshaun Watson. This city has clearly proven they don't give a shit as long as you're good at football. They don't care what you do in your personal time. So I think they get Deshaun Watson this offseason as the new quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, so I like the thinking. I definitely like <laughs> how you got there. Very good. Um I don't know. It's weird that you don't hear them mentioned at all. Uh, maybe because Ben's future was up into the up in the air until about a month ago, and I really don't hear much about Watson at all anymore. But to me, maybe they don't have the capital to do it. It just doesn't feel right to me. It seems to me like Watson wants to go somewhere that he can enjoy, whether that I've heard be. He wants to pair with Brian Flores. Yeah. I've heard him and I Brian mean, yeah. Flores are in talks and they want to go to the same place together. Yeah, yeah. So that's the rumor out there. Cam mentioned it earlier too. Um but I could but I don't that's why I thought that's why I thought that Miami made sense. That's why I think New York makes a lot of sense. Um I think those places are he strikes me as a guy who wants to be in a big city, a big market. Um Houston it it maybe, but it didn't I don't think the city turned them off. I think the team turned them off. But I don't know. I just don't see it. I see that place being too hard-nosed for him. I also don't know if they have the assets to trade for him. I think they. I think you're right, Tucker. I think they are a good team. I think they're a young team, too. So you don't want to get rid of any key piece um, before they're ripe. Um, I could see Russ going there. I could see a hard-nosed, hard-working guy like Russ fitting right in there. Um, it happened, actually, in my Madden franchise. He ended up going there, and I think he did pretty well. But I could just see him in that uniform. I could see him going there. I don't know. Um, I think Russ is staying where he's where he's at, though. Um, I just don't. I don't know. I don't see Watson there for some reason. It just doesn't stick for me. But could be. I mean, they need a quarterback. You're 100 percent right, Cam. Yeah, I don't see this at all. Um, Deshaun has openly said that you know he wanted to be with Flores. Miami was the ideal situation. Obviously, there was some uh, turmoil happening down there. Um, I've also heard now, like I mentioned earlier, Deshaun going to New York if Flores goes there, which I would love. I don't know what we would actually give up for that. But um, 
I don't see Pittsburgh being a spot for him. Um, he's a big market, big city guy. And if anything, I think it's going to be he stays there and Flores goes to him. Or he goes to New York with Flores. If not, I just don't see him going anywhere. Damn. Would you give up 5-7 and next year's first for Watson? No. Okay. Well, would you give up just five and seven? No, I want I want five. I want an offensive lineman. I want somebody to grow with Andrew Thomas. I gave Andrew Thomas a bunch of slack, and he's the only good offensive lineman on our team. I was looking at PFF grades, and the entire Giants offensive line, granted there were a few injuries, um, was the worst in the league, and he was the only one that was. He was at like 78 grade, which is pretty good. Um, but they were still like 29th in the league, even with that. That's how bad everyone else was. So we need somebody else to come in and try to make something work. Dale, do you see Watson to your second favorite team? Uh, I do not. Um, I don't think that this makes any sense. I don't think play style makes any sense. I don't think they want to bring that bad publicity to the city. Uh, Tomlin's a stand-up guy. Uh, uh, always faces controversy um, head on and tackles it uh, like a true football player would. Um, I think, I, I don't know if I buy into the Deshaun goes, wherever Flores goes. I mean, I know they've said that, um, but I don't think that's even remotely like concrete in any way. Um, but I, what I will say for the Steelers is I think it comes down to two guys, two guys that are free agents um, this offseason. One, Ryan Fitzpatrick, because he just is always available. And number two, Teddy Bridgewater. Those are my two. One of those two to the Steelers this offseason. <laughs> All right. That is Wasted Takes. Let's move on, cover some of these games. We'll go through each one. We'll have more to say on some than others, but we'll go through them nonetheless. First game of the weekend, Las Vegas at Cincinnati. Um, this one, it was close, but it wasn't that interesting. Uh, we had Whistlegate, obviously, which was a big part of the game. I don't think – I think it was played right. I don't think that whistle affected the play anyways. and I think it was called wrong, but I think it was played it, – it was – can you, know. can you break it down? I just know that there was a fan with a whistle, and then there was a touchdown. So there was an inadvertent whistle um, during a pass play yeah, back in the saw, end zone. Um, I saw the play once. But the, really the letter of the law is if the whistle is blown accidentally, um, the play is back. dead. The play is dead, and it ends right there. So he hadn't caught it yet, um, but he was wide open. Um, they let it stand, I think is right. Um, but it, this was a ref ball game. But obviously, um, Cincinnati put, put puts it together, gets their first win in 31 years. I like this team, man. This team is is great. Um, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, your boy, Dylan. Um, I feel like this team just has juice right now. Um, I think I picked them. I'm pretty sure I picked them. This is one of my correct picks. But, I mean, that's all I really got in it. Uh, ref ball, Jerome Boger's terrible. The NFL has told him that he's done for the season, basically, because he sucks so bad. Um, his crew is out. But, uh, Cam, your your Raiders are down. What did you think of this game? So, not my Raiders anymore. I, I'll defend Cam. He said that last week. Last week, I said, my job here is done. 
I just put the Raiders in the playoffs. They did that, and I took the Bengals. Um, I had my Burrow jersey repping, went out to the bar. Nobody there was rooting for any team in particular. No jerseys, no... There was one guy with the Titans hat that doesn't even play. Um, anyway, my take on the game, if you actually watch the game, the Bengals ran ran everything. Um, they, I mean, I, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I test, they should have won by, like, 20, in my opinion. Um, and it was a lot closer, obviously, than that. As for the whistle play, uh, watch that one live. And I think regardless of the whistle, people were saying, like, oh, they stopped defending because they heard the whistle. But the whistle came, like, 0.6 seconds before he called the ball. Yeah, no, it didn't affect the play. Yeah, I don't think it Whoa, I strongly disagree. I don't think it did. I think it came as the ball was look in the air. Look at the cornerback. While the ball is being caught, is already celebrating. He didn't make a play on the ball. He didn't try anything. He is purely no. celebrating. No, like, so that's not. a fact. He was not playing, making a play on the ball at all. You can say whatever you want. He was not trying to okay. defend if, that pass. If he was not trying, then it was because he thought he was out of bounds. It wasn't because he heard a whistle. Because the whistle didn't come literally until the ball was 0.5 seconds from uh, whoever called the ball's hands. So I don't think that was the reason why. That being said, Tucker, we'll give you some credit here. Um, your take about reps are going to be fined in the future for bad calls. Not quite there yet, but they did give him a, a punishment, and he's not going to be he's not going to be roughing any more football this postseason. I mean, so, I think that's a win that's for me. That's exactly what I said. Take of the year. Ah, uh, Dell. I said they were review. Also, uh, not going to be able to go anywhere. So, loser, loser trade was, uh, came up with saying Max is going to be the first rookie quarterback to win a uh, playoff game. It's not technically a loser yet, but it was up for your take of the year. Very glad that didn't win because he, in fact, did not win. Yeah, that's fair. Um, it's, uh, yeah, I wish my t- I had made take that he was going to be the first quarter first quarterback this class to make the playoffs. If that, I mean, that would have made a lot of sense. But <clears throat> that was kind of the spirit of the take. But um, Dylan, what do you think about this game? Yeah, like Cam said, I feel like the Bengals definitely kind of. It seemed like they outmatched the Raiders the entire game, but they only won by one score. Um, and the and the Bengals kind of gave it everything they had, uh, you know they they didn't like they showed the playbook I guess. Um, so I don't know if that bodes well for them. I still think they're hot and they're a great team, um, but it wasn't like uh, they didn't like destroy the Raiders, you know. Um, so you know they still look good. I still think that they're a contender here, kind of a dark horse. Um, the whistle play, I don't think the defender would have really had a play on the ball anyway. Um, so, and I think, I think they got the call like effectively right, whether you call it in the books right or wrong, but it's something that in the books they're gonna, uh, you're gonna have to change that. I mean, I don't know how you change it, but you can't let a play just 
end because of a fan, essentially. So uh, that's my take on it. Tucker, you watch this game? Uh, I did. Uh, I bet the Raiders, so I'm not happy with how it ended. I'm pretty pissed off about the refs. I it's just one of those games that was decided. I don't know. There was just a lot of questionable stuff that happened. And honestly, I think it's the perfect way for the greater season to end because you can walk away from the season being like, not our fault. No, they had a not great year. All things for considered. a team that had no business, like, they weren't making a championship run, you know. You knew they weren't going to make it to the Super Bowl or anything like that. But now they can always use the what-if card. They can say, like, oh, yeah, if, if uh, we didn't get screwed in the in the wild card round, we would have made a run for it. And it's the perfect way. Like, obviously, it's not like the Saints when they got screwed in the NFC Championship because they could have won that Super Bowl. This is the perfect way for that season to end. It's a perfect way for Rich Basicchia to keep his job. This could even be like, look, like I made it to the wild card game. If it wasn't for bad reps, I would have been in the divisional round. Who knows what could have happened from there. So I think it's the perfect thing for the Raiders. I really do like the Bengals. I think they're an extremely – I think they're going to be here for a long time. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Bengals are the real deal. The Raiders, good for them. That's how you want that season to end. Uh, but, yeah, that's it. All right. <clears throat> Let's move on to the one we're all not excited to talk about. Maybe Cam is. New England at Buffalo. Uh, like I said before, this game was open for, over from the jump. Um, I'm not going to cover too much of the game because I, I kind of went over it in my ways to take. But like I said, one of the worst defensive performances in history. Um Dill said Judon was playing hurt. I hope he was because he was unacceptable. Um, I, he got beat on the outside every time. I guess my thoughts on this game are this is the worst loss in the Belichick era, 100%. Um, the reason why is because they've been blown out in the playoffs before. They've lost bad playoff games. Like, they lost to the Jets. They got blown out by the Ravens in the first round. But we always had Brady to fall back on, and we don't have that this time. Um, I just want to get... Tucker and Dylan's thoughts about the future of this team, what what your expectations are. For me, um, I feel like we didn't accomplish that much this year. I don't think we ended up too much better than we were last year. Um, I think we definitely upgraded a quarterback, but the rest of it, I don't know, man, because we have a lot of old players on this team that need to get walking. One of them's Dante Hightower. He's cooked. He's finished. Um, and we're, we're going to lose, guys. And to me, the gap between B Buffalo and New England didn't close this year. It widened based on those last two games. Uh, Buffalo was far and away the better team. And Josh Allen is, you know, a really, really good quarterback, borderline elite. I think that crazy streak that I talked about is gone. I think he's really figured it out. Um, my expectation is to continue to compete for the division. I don't expect to win it. I expect to compete. I expect to keep making the playoffs. Um, I had said in my video, I want Mac to get stronger, but to me, it's just, this feels like, you know, kind of a, a shock to lose this badly to your, the guys you're playing three times, you know, them inside and out. Um, and now we got to play those guys two, two more times next year. And I think they just need to work on building a team. I am a little worried that maybe the game is passing Belichick by in the sense that he is, Still wanting to do this old school type of ball. He doesn't want to do the new newfangled tricks. He doesn't want to get the number one wide receiver. He wants to do things his way. 
and it worked for a long time. But he's 70 now. We only got a few years left with him, and then he, and then who knows after that. So, like I said, I think it's 75% sure Max the guy. I'm not 100% sure because he, you know, shrunk in the last uh, last quarter of the season too, along with the defense. Um, I think he played well the other night, all things considered. Didn't play nearly as well as he needed to, even if they were in the game. Um, so, yeah, I'm just I'm a little down on this team right now. I think I was right about them, that they're frauds. I am happy with the season. To get back in the playoffs is huge. Obviously, last year sucked, but I think we got a long way to go, man. And I'm a little concerned, um, to be honest with you. Uh, Tucker, your, your thoughts on the game and the future of the Patriots? Um, yeah, so I'd like to start off with congratulations to Buffalo. You just won your Super Bowl. Can't wait for you to ship pumped against the Chiefs next week. They're playing the Chiefs next week, correct? Correct. Yeah, so congratulations to Buffalo. That's your Super Bowl right there. Um, but as for the Patriots, um, this was a tough game to watch. It, I Almost turned it off at multiple points, um, but I just love torture. I don't think Mac was particularly bad in this game. I actually thought he played all right, and I liked the way he was still like motivating his team down to the end. But yeah, the defense definitely needs speed. They need youth on that side of the ball, especially in the middle in the linebacking core. Um, I think there's a lot of promise to this team. Obviously, there were some injuries, but every team has them at this point. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think this team has a promising future. I don't think we're out of playoff contention in the future. I think we're still on the up and up. Like, we have to remember this is year two of a rebuild, and we made the playoffs in year two. So I'm not, I'm not distraught over the end of this game. Over this game, I didn't think we were going to win it, but uh, definitely was a lot worse than I was wanting. Dill, your thoughts? Uh, yeah, um, I think people are getting too thinking too deep into into the Patriots. I think they are immensely better than they were last year. Um, I, I just just you could say the record was the past last year, they seven and nine, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, um, I mean. We we went ten and seven this year. Um, I think the seven and nine last year was. I think we were worse than seven and nine, to be honest with you. And um, people are trying to hate on Mac Jones. I think I think Mac Jones played well over everybody's expectations, and then everybody's expectations for him got so heightened halfway through the season. That's fair. And remember that he's a rookie quarterback um, who had very good stats, who is still needs to needs to learn, but needs to grow physically um, more than I think he needs to grow as much mentally. I think he held his own last, last movie, um, even though they got trounced. Um, and I think if you were, if, if this was the cam, if this was the cam, and Cam was talking about the Giants right now, he would be ecstatic. So I think you also have to put into the fact that we're kind of uh, spoiled as Patriots and fans, and you know, 
you can't really be upset with this season, in my opinion. I know there's pieces, but you're not going to be a Super Bowl contending team uh, year two of a rebuild. So I am I'm on board for future seasons. I think the team is going to be uh, uh, very competitive in the division still. Um, we're definitely going to be the underdog against the Bills, but we got more years to grow. You know, we can pick up guys as needed. I think this team is certainly on the up. Um, I don't think they're on the down at all. Yeah, I mean, ultimately you guys are right. I just don't feel that confident with the way the Bills are playing right now. They're playing unbelievable, and I could see them being a force in the division for a long time, and we got to keep up with them. Cam, do you have any thoughts on this game, Bills-wise, Pacers-wise? Yeah, just unbiased opinion. Um, exactly what you said, Trey, is you have to worry about Josh Allen in the Bills now in the division. I said earlier Josh Allen's overrated. I think he just had one good year. They figured it out very wrong. Um, he's good. He's proved himself in my book that, and I think you guys can all agree as well, that he's a contender and he's not making the dumb mistakes that he used to and playing against a Belichick defense and doing what he just did um, is scary, especially for you guys. That being said, um, I was the biggest Mac hater watching his press conferences and everything. In no way was that game his fault, and he still took took the blame for it. Um, I kind of like Mac. Kind of like him. He's he's, oh, uh, he's not Brady. Oh no. Um, but his confidence is through the roof. Um, and I think I think he's a good fit for you guys. I would be only worried at this point about just not being able to get that division win like you guys mentioned. But I wouldn't let this game in particular, you know, distraught you guys. I think, if anything, you guys should look at the upside as we made the playoffs after having a bad season, came in with a rookie quarterback and had to rebuild a little bit, but still made the playoffs. And I think um, with Jones, he just has those intangibles. I, I've said it throughout the whole season. Um he is a guy. He's a he seems to be a leader. He seems to be a guy that wants to get better, uh, that studies the game, um, is really devoted to playing and improving, and and you know being there for his teammates. And you know, it's everything that you want out of out of your disposed most important player on your team. So, yeah, yeah. I don't see that out of other guys. You really don't. You don't see it out of other rookies. You don't see it out of even. Uh, guys that have been in the league for five years or more. It's just he has those things. He just needs to be uh, devoted to getting stronger and, you know, those improvements. Like Brady, when Brady went through his, his you know, he's old, older now, obviously, but he was at that cusp of, like, I need to figure out how to be better at all of the little things that make you that much better. Yeah, and, I think... And it, Jones, if he has the mentality, I think he can do it. Just, I, th- I think give, give him some time. I think he's the guy. I like I said, but um, I did see something at the end of the game that made me hopeful. Was I hadn't seen a ton of leadership from him, and I think it's because he's a rookie. I had you know him being a leader on the field, but on the sideline, it seems like he was always kind of alone, talking to Josh, working on his game. Um, but he went up to every every receiver after that game, dapped them up, probably said "my bad," and said "we'll get him next year," which I I think is a huge step. The people saying maybe it's time to move on from him already. Uh, Colin Cowherd was talking about it. 
I think it's ridiculous. I think a lot of people expected Belichick to draft the next Brady, and the way Mac was playing was very Brady-esque for those seven wins. He's not Brady, and he's never going to be that, but he could be a guy that wins you, you know, games and maybe even championships, multiple. Um, okay, let's move on. Philly and Tampa Bay don't have much on this. Uh, Tom Brady in the playoffs, I, I'm not, I'm not going to doubt him. So that's all I got. Cam? Cam, you there? Yeah, I, I saw this game. Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yep, go ahead. All right, yeah, I saw this game going this way. Um, I mean, I guess if you would compare to last year when they played the Redskins, it was kind of a close game. They played the Saints. It was a close game. Green Bay, close game. And this was a blowout, so maybe this could mean they're even better last year. I don't know. I, I, either way, I thought the Eagles were very, very overrated. Um so, no surprises. Dill? I thought the Eagles were the worst team to make the playoffs. And, I agree. And uh, it showed. Um, I don't I, – I watched a lot of this game. Um, I just don't think they had they, – the Eagles didn't have anything going for them, and I, and I don't think they do yeah. <laughs> on a regular basis. So, wasn't expecting uh, the Bucks to lose. So, um, they're rolling – Look forward to them next week, probably winning also. There's uh, there's definitely a conversation to be had about Jalen Hurts and his future, but we can cover that at a different time. Tucker, anything on this game? <clears throat> yeah, my only real takeaway was about Jalen Hurts. I mean, this game, clearly the Eagles were vastly outmatched in this game. I didn't really have faith in them at all. And I'm a guy that loves the underdogs. But, uh, yeah, this was just a game where you knew what was going to happen before it even happened. Jalen Hurts played below average, below what I thought he was even going to play. So, I mean, if you're the Eagles, I might even be looking for QBs in the draft. And now you got three first-round picks. Maybe look for someone with one of those. But, uh, yeah, um, turns out the Bucks are still really good at football. And that's basically it. All right, um, moving on. The Bucks were playing with a lot of guys injured too, and you know that's I the. Know I think that's the concern going forward. But against this team, they could have put out their second yeah, team. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, moving on. Pittsburgh, Kansas City. Pittsburgh was up for a second, and then Kansas City came in. I saw towards the middle of the game that uh, Roethlisberger had like 13 attempts for 14 yards or something ridiculous like that. But Big Ben's last game. Can't say I'm surprised. Little, little excited at the beginning of the game. You know, Pittsburgh could have been sneaky there. You know, Kansas City's had trouble with bad teams early in the year, but it uh, wasn't going to happen. So, Cam, anything? No, nah, nothing much. Kansas City loves playing from behind, and it was only seven points. They scored 42, which was a little surprising for me. It just proves that their offense is still rolling. Um, they're going to be dangerous. They ran out of fireworks during the game. I'm thinking if you're Kansas City, you got to – bring fireworks to the game. You have the best quarterback in football under center, but that's just me. Uh, Dill. Yeah, nothing much. Uh, Big Ben was just out there having fun. He said it before the game. Ridiculous uh, thing to say. So, <laughs> um, I, uh, I mean, just congrats <laughs> to Ben on, on the career, I guess. Um, but I, I don't think anybody had this going any other way. Dill, where's he rank on your all-time favorite quarterbacks? All-time favorite quarterbacks? Yeah. For me personally, yeah, I don't know. He's up there for me. Um, I've only watched a few. Well, you're a Steelers guy. You say he's part part Steelers guy in you somewhere. So it was the, it was the first guy I ever watched play football a little bit consistently when I was younger. There you go. 
Um, Tucker, anything on this game? Um, not much. Sorry, this is the Cowboys game, right? No. No. Steelers game. That's tough. That's tough. My bad. Um, yeah. Again, another game where everyone saw it coming. Um, defense is really good. Obviously, you knew that this was coming due to the fact that Ben Roethlisberger is just old and washed up. I mean, that's just the end of the day. That's This is going to happen when you have Pat Mahomes against Ben Roethlisberger. That's probably um, – but, yeah, I just – there's not much to say. Chiefs look really good. They're probably my Super Bowl favorites at this point. Uh, but, yeah. Um, all right, let's move on to the other interesting game of the weekend. Uh, San Francisco uh, beats Dallas. I'm really done with the Jimmy G hate, dude. All the dude do, does is win. You know, he doesn't need to go out there and put up gaudy numbers, but he wins games. Um, Dallas had some problems with the officiating at the end of the game. Ball didn't get set, um, so that was an issue for them. But uh, overall, I mean, the Cowboys choke again. The, I saw a stat that was like the Jets have as many playoff appearances and like wins and head coaches over the past like 30 years or something like that, 20, 30 years that Dallas has. They, I don't know what's going on down there. Maybe it's time to think about moving on from McCarthy already, maybe keep him on in some different role. But he, I don't know, man. I mean, they just can't Goblin. get it done. Yeah. yeah, maybe. I mean, they just can't get it done when it matters. And it's it's weird because they are supremely talented. I always think Dak is a good quarterback. He wins me over, and then he plays like he did the other night, and I'm like, maybe he's not. <laughs> but I don't know. Um, I didn't watch much of this game. I watched some of it on Nickelodeon, which, again, was awesome. Love that they do that. Need to keep that up. Need to do way more games on Nickelodeon. Very entertaining stuff. Uh, Debo Samuel is a god. Cam, I can see why you like him so much. He does it all. His pass, uh, he had a passing touchdown this game, right? Or am I imagining that? Yeah. Yeah, his passing, his pass was awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, San Francisco, Jimmy just wins. And I hate, and I think it's so dumb what they're doing, kicking him out. I I think you're going to win with him. They win with him and they lose without him. Uh, Cam, go ahead. The, The demise of Dallas. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy is a winner. I will 100% agree with that. He's a winner. This is a favorable matchup. I just want to shout out you guys. I listened back to our last episode. I'm pretty sure every single one of you at one point when picking this game said, I really, really want to pick the Niners here. My heart says pick the Niners and all of you pick the Cowboys. That's Um, exactly what I saw. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So (laughs) next time, Maybe just go with your gut. Um, I, I loved watching this game. One, it was just a really good game. And two, I love watching the Cowboys lose. The last play is beyond me. I have still not been able to wrap my head around that. The QB draw with 14 seconds left makes zero sense to me. If you're going to do a running play, run it to the outside. I, I don't get it. Um, but I was very happy that the Niners won. Uh, Dill. So, um, yeah, I think I should have taken San Fran. I said it on the pod last week, and I'm going to say it now. Um, the game was a very good game, and I do agree with Cam. I think there's 
there's no other team I like to watch lose more than the Cowboys. Just because everybody always rides the Cowboys, and then they always stink it up. Um, I remember a game earlier in the season that I had some money on, and I was watching the whole thing, and they got destroyed. I forget what team they were playing. Um, and, and they just looked terrible. So it's just... I don't know. They just don't win. There's something in the water down there. As for the last play, I, I think this is my interpretation. Um, uh, I think Dak was like, oh, I'm going to run like a five-yard kind of run a few steps, slide, we'll get the ball, and we'll spike it with four seconds left. He got past the line and was like, oh, my God, free space. And he just kept running for another – 10 yards and then time ran out and um, time ran down. And, and it, people were initially saying, oh, it's the ref's fault. I mean, it was not the ref's fault in any way. Um, the offense lined up without the ball being spotted and just decided we're going to play regardless. And then the ref is like running as fast as he possibly can, runs into people, almost falls over. I mean, he got the ball down as quick as someone could going through a guy that's 400 pounds or a whole wall of people that weigh a total of 3,000 pounds. So um, I got nothing against that. I think it was a bad uh, execution of the play, of, of the draw play, So, um, which is fitting for the Cowboys to lose on, to, for the game to end for the Cowboys on that play. Tucker, you are our official winner for the poll. Congratulations, that came in. Um, yeah, no, the Cowboys, to, the Cowboys, to me, they won me over this season. I really thought that they were finally going to put it together and at least make a little bit of a push. Turns out I'm just an idiot. Tucker, what do you think of this game? Um, I mean, regardless of how the game ended, the Cowboys didn't deserve to win this game based on how they played. Um, the ending definitely left something to be desired. They should have had a shot at it, I felt like. It was kind of a ridiculous call. Um, just because the ref, two seconds, like two seconds left, they're left, they're ready to snap the ball, and the ref just doesn't get there in time, knocks over everyone, places the ball down, then moves the ball to another spot, places it down there, and then they're allowed to snap it. It was ridiculous, but they deserve to lose. But this brings up to my better point that the NFL just needs to adopt college rules, because that's never a problem in college. Because on a first down, ball gets snapped. I mean, clock starts when the ref puts the ball down. And honestly, games shouldn't be decided by how quickly the ref gets to the spot. So that's my only problem with it, is that the refs decided. Yeah, I agree. But like you said, I think that the Niners deserve to win this one. I mean, this is I, I 100% this is, play ref. this is not a ref's fault at all. And I don't know how you can even... Put that on the ref. Did you watch the end? I watched it happen live, and then I watched the replay like eight hundred times. Yeah, but I'm with Dylan. You know the rule. Why call that? Yeah, play? why call the play? And then you're just gonna be upset because oh, you didn't bend the rule for me this time, essentially. Like no, well, um, there is a rule based on if like there's a ref that leads to like there was a whole thing that they were saying like are they gonna allow it for one more play because the ref led to the ball not being able to be snapped in time. The ref did not lead to the ball being Yes, he did. They were ready to snap the ball. The ref comes in with three seconds left on the clock. That's where I. That's where I took issue with it. Is that he got in the way? How yeah, was he, he gets gonna, in the way? How, no, no, no. The the line was in the way. How the heck was he going to get to the ball and place it if the line isn't already set? 
that. I just he's don't running buy from behind the, the play, and there's 14, on the field, 24 uh, guys 20, in front of him. Yeah, 22 guys all can get set up, and you're still running down the field. What are you doing? What are you the doing? Play, yeah, the, play was was happening. the play was happening, and it and they what? and he got tackled, got to the ground. They instantly all ran there. The ref is yeah, watching they all ran. the play. The ref doesn't run. Run. He was running the entire time. He's got to run 15 yards, 20 yards upfield like he's doing it while the play's happening. And then he gets up there, and there's people in the way. He tried to run through guys in order to get the ball done. He knew exactly what he had to do, and there just wasn't enough time. There was two seconds left on the clock. He doesn't get it like, oh, no, that spot's wrong. i got to move it one yard to the left. Like, make up your mind, bro. Like, it's an important moment, and he butchered it. He butchered it. He gave game. the ball to the to the center. It was farther away from him, and then he it, gave it to him. The, pl- the play calls what led to it. That's the bad part. It's on down. The Dallas. play call was bad. I don't deny it. I said at the start of it, the Cowboys deserve to lose this game. It was poor execution because you know what's going to happen. You can't leave two and a half seconds on the clock, and now you need to spike the ball and and, and throw, or, yeah, hike and spike it like is <laughs> not there. No, but it's they. I mean, the play died with seven seconds left. The ref couldn't get the ball to him in six. In huh. six seconds, the ref couldn't spot the ball. All right, I let's. Don't you to do anything in six seconds. Let's move on. Let's move I on. Can make a fine in six seconds. <laughs> Spirited debate. I love it. Um. All right, Arizona Rams. I didn't watch this game to be honest with you. Uh, the reason I picked Arizona was because I thought Kyler was a little more dynamic than I guess he really is. Um, and I also counted on Matt Ch- Stafford choking, which did not happen. Um. Obviously, OJ, OBJ was a big pickup for them. He's been a constant part of that team, it feels like, since the week that he got there. So, uh, good move for them. I mean, the Rams are all in. It's boomer bust this year, it feels like, with all the moves they've made. And they're on their way. Uh, Cam, what would you think of this one? Yeah, Rams' defense was the difference in this one. Um, they forced the turnovers early and then gave confidence to Stafford. But, I don't know. I feel like... Stafford's on a mission this year, and that was just a. It was it was kind of an easy pick. I feel like that that the Rams just win that game. I don't think Kyler and King guys should be too distraught about it because I think there's a lot of good going for that team. But I don't know. Rams Rams are kind of a wagon. The two versus three games in both conferences are going to be insane. I think. Bill. Um, yeah, I, I had the Rams. I, I, I just didn't see Kai Miller. Um, I, I don't think he's all, I don't think he's all there. He's got really good talent. Um, but I, I've seen him play in some big games and he just doesn't really show up when you need, um, like a steadfast, just, I need you to play quarterback. I need you to drop back, make passes that you need to make, uh, he, he seems to have a flash for the um, theatrics. Not that he's like trying to do it, but just that he's good at making those like crazy plays. But you don't really need that when it comes down to playing a really tough component, and, and you just need to just be a consistent dude. And um, I don't think I don't think they're there. I don't think the uh, Cardinals uh, are there. I mean, they started off hot, but like you said last week, they kind of limped into the playoffs. Um, so. I'm not surprised that the Rams won, and yes, they are a wagon, and I'm looking forward to next week. Tucker? Uh, yeah. For this one, the Rams are really good. Uh, I like 
I mean, I think this, I've been high on this team since preseason. I had a future on this team. Unfortunately, it doesn't count anymore because my book got shut down. Very upset about that. Got them at 12 to 1. Tough odds to get them at uh, and lose it. But, you know, I think this team is a contender, and I think that's what they proved this week, basically. Um, the Cardinals, I think they're building something, but they weren't nearly as close to being there as everyone thought they were. So, yeah, that's basically all I have on this game. All right, let's move into this week's game. Uh, so, first game up, Cincinnati at Tennessee. Um, Tennessee, I think, is one of the weaker one seeds in the AFC that we've seen. Obviously, the Patriots were always strong coming in, and then you've got the Chiefs who have kind of taken over that mantle, and they've been strong. Tennessee, to me, doesn't feel like a team that is, uh, you know, the number one team in the in the conference. Um, and getting Derrick Henry back is huge, but at the same time, it's been a while since he played. Who knows? I mean, it was a pretty serious injury. He kept him out for a long time, so it could rear its ugly head again. Um, and like I said, I think Cincinnati is hot right now. I think Joe Burrow is the coolest guy on the planet. Um, I'm going to take Cincinnati in an upset. I'm going to go 35 to 28, Cincinnati. Cam? Um, yeah, I agree with you. I think, I think the Titans are one of the weaker one seeds that we've seen. Uh, I'll be in Nashville for the game. So I'm going to do a little bit of an emotional hedge and take the Bengals as well. Uh, I'm going 23-21 Bengals. If they win, I'll be happy because I picked it right. If they lose, I'll be celebrating the Titans fans in Nashville. Uh, Dylan? Um, sorry, one sec. Uh... I I don't know. I think I'm going to go, um, damn. What what are we on for points here is a big question, though, is the thing. So, uh, all right, Tucker, do you have a pick for the game while I look this up? Uh, yes, I have the Titans in this game. Um, Titans win a lot. They were the number one team for a reason. I think everyone's kind of sleeping on them because, you know, they didn't have Derrick Henry, they haven't looked as dominant. They're getting their best player on their team back. Uh, and I know injured, but also, if you look on the other side of the edge, fresh. He's fresh. He hasn't played in a while, hasn't been taking the hits like most people have all season. And imagine running to a Derrick Henry that hasn't been hit in 12 weeks. That's uh, a scary idea for me. You got a score? Um, I'm going to go with 28-17. Um, Dylan, thank you for reminding me. I did not do points. So Cam, after a 6-0 week, has taken the lead. 15 points. I'm in second with 14. Tucker's in third with 13.5. Dylan is in fourth with 12.5. And, and did we say Super Bowl picks were five each? If you I get count? them right, if you get them right, each conference is five points. And if you get the winner, I'll give you another five points. So ultimately, you could win 15. I still could win 15 at this point. I think we all can. Um, I think everyone's still in it. Yep. Yeah. So that'll be that'll be kind of huge. I feel like that that should be weighted more because it's such a what you know crapshoot at the beginning of the year. How did I? How did I go four and two? Second in our this past because you were last down. based on your preseason picks. You didn't oh, go I down. I was in third. Okay, never mind. You might have been third behind Cam. Uh, no, he, he was in last point? with eight and a half. I think Nothing. he was a half point behind Cam or something like that. 
shit. Okay. I'll tell you right um, now. No, I won't tell you right now. It doesn't totally matter. It doesn't matter. I'm going to go with the Titans uh, just because I need to make up some points. Um, and Cam saying he's doing a little bit of a feels pick. Um, so I might take advantage of that one. Um, realistically, uh, I think uh, I think the Titans are going to come out fired up after a week off. And with uh, Henry back, he's just gonna. I think he's just gonna roll through people. I'm not gonna believe the. He's gonna take it easy or anything. He's good. If he's. He sounds like he's good to go. So he's gonna run like there's no tomorrow. Um, the only question I think is uh, Titans defense, but um, I don't know. We'll see. Score. Okay. Score is gonna be twenty-seven to twenty-three. All right, uh, moving on. San Francisco at Green Bay. Um, again, my heart is telling me to take San Francisco. And again, I think I'm going to ignore it. Um, sure, uh, but Jimmy G doesn't lose. Jimmy G doesn't lose, but something about Green Bay this year. Everything that's gone on with Green Bay over the past calendar year with the Rodgers saying he wants out, then he's back in, then he's got the vaccination thing. Then he's just generally an asshole the entire season. Then he's up for MVP. Something about it feels different this year. I think Green Bay has a little juice uh, in this playoffs. I They're one of the teams that I can really see getting to the Super Bowl out of this group. Um, so I'm going to take Green Bay. Uh, I'm going to take them 38 to 17. Green Bay. Cam? I also agree with that. I think Green Bay is going to win this one. Of the Niners, uh, I'll wear my kill jersey. I don't care. But I think Aaron's got something to prove this year. He's playing very – last year he wasn't quite as relaxed, I'd say, as this year. Um, going on a bunch of – going on Pat McAfee every week. Um, just very chill dude. And I think – He's kind of just doing it for himself at this point, and I think that the Packers are definitely a Super Bowl contender. Let's see what happens. But I'm going Pack. Hmm. Thirty to twenty-one. Uh, Tucker. Um. Yeah, I also have the Packers in this game. I just. Packers lose in the NFC Championship game. Everyone knows that. Uh, so I have them losing here. I mean, winning here. Um, I like the 49ers. I like what they're building, but I don't think they're there yet. I think Aaron Rodgers is the upper hand. So I like them in this game. Uh, Dylan. Oh, wait. Tucker, score. Score. Um, 28-17 again. Uh, t- uh, Dylan. Uh, the Packers are not going to go play one game and lose in the playoffs this year. I just don't see it. Turtleneck, um, They're though? winning. Turtleneck? What's the, what's the forecast? Uh, turtleneck will probably be out, um, but I got the Turtleneck Bowl this year, so I'm sticking to it. <laughs> I forgot um, about that. <laughs> although, Rodgers ditched it uh, for most of the season, but I'm sure it'll be back in form, looking all nice and white, uh, creeping up that scruffy bearded neck um packs are gonna win this one they're gonna win 34 to 21 
All right. Uh, Rams, Tampa Bay. Everything in this. All right. 34 19. 34 19. All right. Um, everything in this game is pointing Rams to me because you think about ways to beat Tom Brady, you get pressure on him. They've got a great defensive front. You think about their receiving threats, they've got a terrific um, corner in Jalen Ramsey. You think about on the offensive side of the ball, uh, the, the uh, Bucks are a little banged up. Uh, Richard Sherman's now gone for them, he's been gone for them. Uh, a little banged up on that side of the ball. Um, so everything here is pointing Rams to me. I'm taking Tampa Bay. Uh, I said last year, I'm not picking against Tom Brady. I won't do it. Um, he proved me wrong last year. So emotional hedge, I'm just going to ride with Tampa Bay here and not get upset if they uh, if they win because that way I have a point. Um, I don't bet against Tom Brady, especially in situations where he maybe looks like he's not dealing with the best of circumstances because that's when he's at his best. Also, Brady versus Stafford. Stafford, I'll take Brady a thousand times out of a thousand. Take Tampa Bay here. Uh, 24, 21, Brady leaves a, leads a last-minute drive to win it. Cam? Yeah. Third time in a row now. Took the words out of my mouth. Um, everything points Rams, right? Two guys got injured on the Bucks open offensive line. Probably going to be back, maybe not 100%. They'll be back. But, I'm pretty sure they both played last game. Okay. Um, but at the end of the day, it's Brady. Stafford doesn't have much experience um, in the playoffs. And while the defense is unreal, I think he just finds a way to make it work. I think it's going to be... Um, let's go... 20... 27-24. Uh, Tucker. Yeah, um... I am going against the grain. This is perfect for me. I'm gaining points. I'm guessing Dylan's going to follow suit. But I'm taking the Rams here. Rams look really good. Turns out uh, Odell Beckham might be good at football. Uh, surprise, surprise to everyone. Might have been right about uh, Baker. What? He might have been right about Baker. Yeah, Baker might not be good at football. I mean, he's made everyone think Odell Beckham was the boss, which is impressive. But, uh, yeah, we thought that. Yeah, we, we thought Hotel Beckham was the problem, which is hilarious. Turns out, incredible player. Uh, I just think this team's really good. They've added some pieces that are really good, good throughout the season as well as in the offseason. Um, and I like them in this game. I think they're one, I mean, Aaron Donald versus Vita Vega is going to be a really cool matchup to watch with one gigantic guy trying to block Aaron Donald. Vita Vea is on defense, uh, Tucker. Oh, my God. I'm an idiot, huh? That was embarrassing. <laughs> um, I'd say. Yeah, no, that was that was tough. I'm just thinking, yeah, that's my bad. Uh, yeah, injured, fine. Injured O-line versus Aaron Donald. I think there could be problems there. Um, and a Rams team that really doesn't rely on the run versus a team that's incredible against it. I think the Rams have an advantage here. Score? Um, oh, definitely going to be close. I don't think it's going to be that high scoring. I'm going to go with 27-24. Uh, Dylan. But I, oh, I, well, I am going to follow suit with Tuck. I'm going to go with the Rams. 
I don't uh, just that's that's purely point related. Um, I really I, I it's hard to bet on Brady and the Bucks um, because it's Brady. Um, but I mean, at least it, it bodes well because on paper the Rams are like creeping up as making this game very very close, maybe even uh, slight favorites. And not in the book, not on like betting, most likely, but just because of you know the matchups and the injuries for the Rams or for the Bucks. Um, but it's hard to say. But I'm going to go Rams. All right. And also, I I love their uniforms. People shit on their uniforms. It might be that I'm colorblind, but I love their <laughs> uniforms. Got a score though. Uh, score is going to be. I think Brady doesn't do as well. I'm going to go. Uh, Bucks get 17, Rams get 24. All right. Um, last game on the slate. One of the better games, I think. Buffalo at Kansas City. This is kind of the we figured it out bowl because we saw two of these, both of these teams be pretty inconsistent to start the year, and they've seemed to figure it out. This one is a head scratcher for me. Um, I think they're both extremely talented teams. I think they're both well-coached. Kansas City loves playing from behind. I could see Buffalo coming up, getting up early and then falling back behind. But you know what? Based on what I've seen in person and on TV the past two times I've watched the Bills, I'm going to take them. I think they're juiced right now. They just vanquished their foe of 20 years in an absolute trounce. I think Josh Allen's playing the best ball of his career. Their running game is going a little bit. Maybe that's just because the Patriots are bad, but their running game's going a little bit. Um, the only concern for them is their punter hasn't kicked in forever, so he God knows if he even remembers. I'm going to take Buffalo here. I, I, It's just kind of a recency pick for me. You know, 38 to 35, Buffalo. Cam? Yes, we're all, we're all uh, disagree with you. Um, I got the Chiefs here. Reason being is because Buffalo, while they can beat any team in the league, um, they are still inconsistent. Whereas the Chiefs have kind of played the same game the last eight weeks or so. Lost to the Bengals, but they still put up some points. I think the Chiefs win this one, especially because they're at home. Uh, but I do think it'll be a really good game. Going 28 27, Chiefs. Uh, Tucker. Um, I'm with Cam here on the Chiefs. Um, I think the biggest reason behind this is the Bills just won their Super Bowl. Again, I said congrats to the Bills. I know they're going to lose this game. Uh, I actually felt more confident about this slate of games than any slate of games I've looked at in a while. I think I legitimately go 4-0 with them. Chuck, me too. I hope so. Let's do it. If you go 0-4, that'll be an all-time got yourself. No, but I fully believe I go 4-0. Uh, like, I don't see any of my bets losing. And then I'm betting everything <laughs> I'm going with as well. I think I might I might just parlay it all. <laughs> Why do you think everything a parlay? Waste of takes, bet of the week, follow Tucker or Fadem if you want to go against me, but you're just going to lose money. Um, yeah, Chiefs win this one. They might even win it big. Um... I'm going to say this game goes 42-24. Oh, wow. Yeah, win big. 
All right, Dill. Yeah, Chiefs win this one. I think they, they win it uh, without too much of a issue. Um, like Trey said, I could see them go down early, but then come back and, and take control as they usually do. Um, I just think the Bills, uh, the hype for them is a little inflated because they played such a bad Patriots team last week. Um, obviously, they couldn't have played much better. <laughs> but uh, um, I think Chiefs are still too good for them in, in this moment. So Chiefs, uh, 32, Bills, 22. Y'all are forgetting Stefan Diggs stayed on the field last year to watch the Chiefs celebrate. Chance for me to pick up a point there. All right, that's it. Uh, we're going to spend our our list, guys, again this week. Um, next week, we only got, you know, uh, six games to cover in total, so maybe we can get to it next week. Um, look forward to it. It's going to be a good one. We're going to revisit our backup quarterback topics that was covered in episode two. So that'll be a good one. Tune into that one. Make sure you're staying in touch on our socials. Maybe we'll be a little more active this week. We, we were active this week. I almost had an all-time jinx tweet. Um, but stay tuned on our socials. Thanks for listening. Thanks for getting wasted with us. And we will see you next week. <laughs>